Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It is, what is it, Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. I'm out of practice. I'm also at Joel Pearl, and I'm joined by the one, the only, the star, the megastar, not LA Knight, yeah, but instead it's Cresta the Star. How you doing, Cresta Star? Cressa the star. Hi, it's me. What's up, yo? I missed this. I, I I forgot that it was literally two weeks, and I'm so excited to talk about wrestling. Yeah, me too. The, tonight, there was a solid show for Impact. Uh, they had the tapings from Glasgow that they then brought into tomorrow night's Turning Point. By the way, we will be doing a post show after Turning Point here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. For uh, all those who want to talk about Will Ospreay and Edward Edwards, among other things. We're going to talk about that. We'll probably get some predictions going. Actually, we yeah. probably shouldn't give some predictions for Turning Point because the show already happened and I can Oh, tell you. you have spoilers. I am queen of I don't look at it. I like to you be surprised. <laughs> okay, so you know what? I will read the matches to you. You will give me your thoughts because okay. I already know what happened because I am that guy. I like to keep up and that's what I do. So You're a well, professional. I'm, I'm a something. I don't know if professional is the word that I would use, but I exist. Uh, anyway, speaking of existing, you can leave a thumbs up here on the video. And, of course, subscribe to us here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. And donate a super chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. And your Humper Chats over HumperChats.com. Tell them about it, Cresta, please. You take your fingers if you're on your keyboard or your thumbs. If you are on your phone or your mobile device, I don't judge. Go over to HumperChats.com. You leave your comment like, hey, Cresta, Joel, what was your favorite thing about Turning Point coming up tomorrow or whatever? You leave that, your dollar amount, we get to keep a little bit more. I'm happy. You're happy. Sean's happy. The Decepticons are happy. HumperChats.com. Yay. I'm just trying to get to to hard to kill. That's all I'm trying Listen, to do. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to stay alive. <laughs> I know how you feel. Listen, man, big city living. That's how it is. I see people <laughs> in the chat saying that they were at the Glasgow tapings and the turning point. Both shows were incredible. Uh, yes. I I have to say, not only was the show a lot of fun to watch because of the UK flavor, because usually the UK crowds bring something yes. special, but also I mentioned this on Twitter, the way that they shot it. 
they had the traditional hard cam that's cool but then they also brought in the uh, the roaming cameras at ringside and they were tight because they the, the room wasn't their typical size mm-hmm. so like the camera angles that they got were different and i liked the presentation it just it just flowed differently and you said during the crossover that like the show felt like it flew by for you like it felt short when really yeah. they did the full two hours tonight yeah i felt like so after going to an AEW show and a WWE show and then an indie show, I have to say it felt like I was watching a televised indie show. And that's it was it was a good feeling. I mean that in the most like it felt homey. I felt like I was in the crowd almost. The the way it was, I liked it. I liked it. I I miss a little bit of the production value, but overall the presentation felt like, yeah. And like you said, the the UK crowds are ravenous and UK wrestling, the UK crowds do something different. Any foreign crowd, I think, any non-American crowd really love pro wrestling, and you could tell. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that's the fun part about when Impact or anyone goes across the pond or goes mm-hmm. to an underserviced market. And that's, again, something that WWE is about to do when they go over to Berlin and potentially to uh, to Paris, France, FIFAselect.com to get that news, or when AEW goes over to London to the UK for a show like All In and has a massive audience. There's a lot of really cool stuff that happens when you go out of your regular you know, your regular audience zone. And that's cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I We opened the show with no BTI because for some reason they had to let our pal George Iceman just get the scoops at home. He can't get scoops abroad. That's just the way it goes. He is a home scoopster only. And he was not part of the international skeleton crew. And they didn't want to put Simon Miller on the job because he'll, he'll be biased. We'll talk about him in a minute. But we open up with Joe Hendry versus Frankie Kazarian, and that's for the Glasgow Cup. Now, what is the Glasgow Cup? Couldn't tell you. They told us on the show that they had a quick tournament in the uh, the tapings and that the finals were Joe Hendry and Frankie Kazarian. They mentioned Leon Slater, who is part of the roster now and who uh, is is going to be a part of, of Impact moving forward, TNA moving forward. But other than that, Hendry and Frankie had a fantastic match, and that was kind of the, the showcase of this particular episode of Impact. It's all about the wrestling. This was a really solid match. Joe Hendry, to no one's surprise, gets the victory, wins that cup. And, of course, he's going to have a match tomorrow night at Turning Point against Simon Miller. And I'll give you all the exclusive, including Cresta. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern over on Fightful Overbooked, our sister channel, the one and only Simon Miller is going to join us to talk about his match against Joe Hendry on In the Weeds. So come and join us 10 a.m. Eastern on Fightful Overbooked with Simon Miller. So, I might have to wake up early and uh, tune in and troll the chat. Go ahead. Join us. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have all of you who are listening or watching this. We're looking forward to talking to Simon. So let's talk about this match. Frankie and Joe Hendry have a great, great match. Uh, they do a, a really interesting finish. It's a very world of sport, very UK mm-hmm. wrestling style finish from the 80s. They do the slug fest. They go back and forth trading off shots. And then they do roll ups for both men. And eventually Hendry gets a shock pin roll up. That's how it works. So there you go. Hendry wins. Give me your thoughts. Um, This match was fantastic. The UK crowd was letting you know that Joe Hendry was their guy. There was nothing Frankie Kazarian could have done. Poor guy. He wrestled his heart out. And I also want to give credit to Kazarian, I think, for pivoting and wrestling a little bit heel. Once you realize you're not going to get over, give the people what they want. Yeah, At this point, just give the people what they want. The two failed chicken wings, which I thought was crazy because that's a move that's generally protected. The fact that Joe Hendry got out of it, that to me solidified there was any doubt in my mind that Kazarian was going to win. Once that happened, I was like, that's not happening. Um, the, The match itself was good. I feel like it went the way that it should have. 
I don't I don't really have too much on that. Besides uh, that big superplex was nice, but I, I, this is the type of match I expect from these two, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And I, I like the point that you made about Kazarian having to kind of shift focus and work heel. And I actually really, really, really like the way Frankie Kazarian worked tonight. Mm-hmm. I typically like the way he wrestles. We gave him high marks when he had his match against Edward Edwards in the impact zone for uh, the, uh, the, the impact. Oh my God. They had a name for it. The, the two out of three falls match. <laughs> Someone in the chat's going to remind me what it's actually called. Killer Colossus. Three out Killer of three. Impact. <laughs> Killer Either Impact. Way. Either way, the three, the, the 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 two out of three falls match, we gave high marks to both men. But Kazarian tonight was really working. He was working with a lot of emphasis and a lot of enthusiasm. And mm-hmm. that's not that he hasn't been before. It was just different. Maybe because he was going after a championship again. Maybe it was because there was a sense of urgency and he had to change on the fly. It was just a really solid match that I think people should go out of their way and watch. 20, 23 minutes, simple, effective storytelling. And the match was good. And then post-match, you have Scott Demore presenting the cup to Joe Hendry. Dad, thank you. Can I get mine next? Where's my cup? He hasn't even come back from the cigarettes. That's terrible. Terrible. Terrible, Your Honor. That's why they don't want to fly us out. Because they know this is, this, you have to finish the story, Joe. (laughs) <laughs> I just looked when I, I put up the photo and then I took it down and I realized I look the same. <laughs> it's time for Joel to finish the story. It's it's time. Come on, Scott. Let's sit down in Vegas. I'll get, I'll, I'll get a nice room. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Anyway, Joe Henry backstage afterwards says it's been quite the year to believe in Joe Henry. Debuted last October, had a lengthy title run, created a tag team that captured the world in five weeks. And then it ended. And then he calls out Simon Miller. Of course, we've talked about, uh, and he'll be on In the Weeds tomorrow morning. So Simon Miller, Joe Henry, that's tomorrow night at Turning Point. That's going to be a hell of a match. Looking forward to that and to the conversation with Simon tomorrow morning on In the Weeds. Uh, Moose Myers and Deanna Peraza are backstage. Virtuous pro wrestling gods. What did you think of this name, Cresta? That's a lot. I mean, I get it. But that's a lot. That's a mouthful. That's like you take a whole bunch of Cheerios and milk with a tablespoon. Or you really should have like a cereal spoon. It's it's good, but that's a lot. That's a lot. That it's a good name, but they got to come up with a with a nickname or something. They, they got to do something. That's a lot. <laughs> VPWG. Nope, can't do that either. Anyway. VPN Nord VPN. <laughs> right. They sponsor this one. Then we'll talk about it anyway. Impact VPS. <laughs> the takeaways. The takeaways here is that they're facing subculture tonight, and that Deanna and Trinity are going to happen. Is going to happen tomorrow night at Turning Point for the Knockouts World Championship. Gail Kim is a special guest referee, and if Deanna Perazzo loses, Deanna cannot challenge for the Knockouts Championship again. While Trinity is the champion. And then they had the match: the Virtuous Pro Wrestling Gods. That's an awful name for a tag team versus Subculture. Uh, and then we add in subculture is going to take on Josh Alexander and Eric Young. And also Jordan Grace is going to take on Danny Luna. They're basically like intersplicing what matches are happening at Turning Point based on what match you're watching. And it's it's a little jarring. But anyway, it's there. Nice to see subculture back. And the intergender wrestling was really, really good for all yes. six people in the match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the match was was a little strange at times, but... I like that Deanna almost submitted Danny Luna in the arm bar towards the end of the match. And then Mandrews breaks it up and then goes at it with Moose. And then the finish is Moose hanging up. Mandrews on the top rope, hits the spear, gets the pin after everyone else is taken out of the match. Good finish. Just a, a, a good match. Solid match. That's all I got. How about you? 
I enjoyed this match. Moose is a piece of crap. He pump kicked Danny Luna like twice. That was unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary. I do have just one critique, and who am I? So please don't beat me up. But this is my critique. There was that one time when Deanna Perazzo had Danny Luna in um in an arm bar. And instead of uh let me make sure I got this right. I don't know if it was Mark Andrews or uh, Flash Morgan Webster. One of these people went to go jump out of the ring on Moose instead of kicking old girl and get her off of Danny Luna. And then the other guy had to come inside. I'm like, but that seems a little counterintuitive. Old girl, Deanna Peraza will tap you out. She that that's something she will do. So I, I didn't understand that. But besides that, it was great. Seeing Brian Myers get beat up was kind of cathartic for me. <laughs> I don't know why, but something about seeing Brian Myers get beat up by Danny Luna, who also is so strong. I cannot wait for that Jordan Grace-Danny Luna match tomorrow. Jordan Grace is going to be up. I don't mind. I know it's going to happen, but I can't wait. I can't wait. That match is going to be so good. So a couple of things. One with Moose. This was obviously the beginning of the build of Moose as a singles wrestler again. I'm hoping that they start taking him out of tag matches mm-hmm. and start giving him more singles matches so that he gets that hard-to-kill match a little bit, you know, more important leading in we got two months to do it so if moose has important matches or gets emphatic wins then we're looking good uh but at the end of the day it was all about diana in this match because diana has the title shot tomorrow tomorrow as it is mm-hmm. for uh, for the knockouts title so it makes sense that she would have another strong showing and then myers is just myers <laughs> Listen, I love this character that Moose and Myers play together. It is honestly because Moose is such a his character is such a piece of crap. And Brian Myers is like, listen, I'm a piece of crap, but not like that guy. But I don't look as bad if I stand next to this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not that bad. Shout out to all uh, or both teams having matching gear. Subculture always has yes, gear, but I love the yellow and black that Moose Myers and Deanna pulled out for this. They they had planned it and they planned it well. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Trey Miguel versus Grado. This was great. Grado's return to Impact Wrestling uh, on the Turning Point Countdown is going to be Grado and R- I'm just going to spoil it because I'm sure it's out there already. Grado and Rhino are teaming up. They're going to take on Mike Vecchio and Ryan Richards. They're just local talent in this case. Uh, Grado is going to fill the whole, the the, uh, the role of Heath, who is now a free agent and has left Impact Wrestling. Interview notes over on Fightful Select. And of course, the interview tomorrow drops on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Sean Ross Sapp sat down with Heath Slater. Uh, sorry, just Heath Miller, I guess he's called now. Uh, that is his name. So uh, Heath and, and Sean chop it up and have a really good conversation. Either way, Trey and Grado, good match, comedy match. Trey can do it. Grado can do it. And in a shock finish, Grado gets the the wee boots and pins Trey Miguel. I could not believe it. I was actually kind of shocked, but I also was laughing this whole match. The match, again, the wrestling superb, but this match was clownery in the highest order. Like, this was sports entertainment. <laughs> it was very entertaining. It was just, it, Grado was a great comedy wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt about that. But Trey can also either do the comedy or play straight man. And he did that throughout the match. And they both kind of traded off, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and then the fans chopping Trey kind of added to the, the Oh, comedy. that was great. That was so good. <laughs> oh, by the way, Trey Miguel versus Rich Swan opens the show at Turning Point tomorrow because they just love throwing the matches at you as they air them. <laughs> Listen, I'll take it because I know that match is going to be good. I'll take it. Uh, and then I, I, I got to point out this one spot. Grado faking out Trey multiple times, having him do the leapfrog, and then 
land and then tabletopping him <laughs> was just fantastic. Just a good comedy spot. It was a good, good little comedy match to to get us in the mood. Yeah. I, I I cannot stress enough how I feel like this went fast, but please guys watch this. It was so, to me, it was digestible. It was great. And I feel like it went fast because I don't have many notes. I'm sitting here watching it like, what the hell is happening? I'm so entertained. It's, uh yeah, it was good stuff. I just, I didn't expect Grado to win. And you know what? I read the spoilers. I was given the results and I was like, wait, Grado won? <laughs> and now you see how with the wee boot. <laughs> and with the wee boot. Oh, it was a good match. Edward Edwards gets us ready for his match against Will Ospreay Turning Point, which, by the way, is a really freaking good match. They mention their backgrounds, or Edward Edwards mentions the background for both men in Japan, both being champions. Really looking forward to it. I know that you and I, Cresta, talk about Edward Edwards being a bit stale when it comes to impact. This is going to be a match that uh, it's going to entertain, and it's going to probably have some 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 awe. What happens afterwards, I don't know, with Eddie Edwards specifically, because we know what's happening with with Will Ospreay. He's having banger matches. He's doing what he wants to do. And Impact's like, yeah, we want him in TNA. Sure, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's what happens to Edward Edwards after the fact. Either way, this was a, a good, a good solid promo from Edward Edwards. Yeah, I don't have anything to add, but you do bring up an interesting point about what happens to Eddie Edwards afterwards. Because I've seen a few iterations of Eddie Edwards, the heart and soul of Impact, Honor No More, whatever this is. I'm going to hit PCO with my car. And I think that right now, Alicia is in a good spot with this over-the-top, annoying manager, valet, Vicky Guerrero levels of Jesus Christ. I'm here for it. But now it's like, what do we do with Eddie? I don't know if... If there's, I don't know what, I don't have a suggestion. I'm just a Mark who watches wrestling. You know what I mean? But it'd be nice to see him, I guess, to match Alicia's intensity in that sense. So he can keep doing stuff like that. Like, I would not be supposed to Eddie Edwards pulling a bully Ray. And I hate saying that out loud, but I, I think it'd be a nice change of pace. No, man, I get it. You and I, we, we've talked about the whole bully ray in impact reign or just his time in impact since what was it bound for glory la two years ago mm. two years ago it would have to be because josh alexander was still champion yeah yeah because then he went into hard to kill 2023 either way it doesn't matter the the point was when bully came back we were on the fence about it and then they did the hard to kill stuff and there was there were some ups and downs with, with with bully but mostly it was good just storytelling and attempts yeah. at long-term storytelling um, I don't know what happens with Bully now, but with Eddie, yeah, it would be nice to see someone who's like, I'm a guy, I've been here forever, I am a stalwart, a TNA stalwart, I am a guy who deserves to be here and deserves the respect, especially as the rebrand starts. If he doesn't have yeah. a standout match at, at Hard to Kill, I would be surprised, like, like a, a highly promoted match. No, I agree with that. I want something more for Eddie Edwards, and I feel like there's something in there. I just don't know what, so that's, again, who am I? <laughs> we got a uh, humper chat from Baba. Thank you, by the way. Saying you guys need to be in Vegas for TNA. Let's crowdfund that, and maybe Fightful could contribute to. Hey, speak to Jimmy, speak to Sean, tell them we should go. Just at them. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to harass them in the DMs. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't DM them. But let's get a a hashtag campaign. Team Joel Star for yes. Vegas. <laughs> Listen, the the flight. This is also, by the way, this kudos to TNA for this. This weekend that they're picking the uh the 13th it's the cheapest weekend to be in vegas like of the year because it's after 
uh, it's after New Year's. It is like a two, like almost two weeks after New Year's. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's just gone. This is a, this is good time to come and do it. It, the flight return is 200 bucks for me from Toronto. And I'm like, I'm literally like kind of just south of you. So <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's cheap. And I'm sure that there's like a frontier or a spirit flight. I, I'm, I'm an easy flyer. I don't know. There's, I'm, I'm an easy flyer when it comes to this shit. Cause I only, let me show you what I, this is what I travel with. <laughs> I'm ready. He gonna bring out just a book bag. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. My, all my shit goes in here. I've got a bottom pack that opens up and I got this guy. That's all I need. Baby, very, that's one of my carry-ons, baby. <laughs> I'm very easy when I go, when I travel, because I, I also, you know, I, I have what I need. I have what I need, and that's that. That's uh, and the cameras that I travel with are very small, so everything mm. just kind of works. And also, I hopefully sometimes have friends that can lend me some gear if I'm really in a pinch. Anyway, yeah. the point is, it's the hotel. It's always yeah, always yeah. Because you know what? I know we're kind of going off on a tangent. Uh, because let's face it, we have an hour to kill. The actual hotels, it's the stupid resort fees. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I mean... The way I justify it is like, yeah, you could stay at an Airbnb that'll be 50 miles out the way, but you're paying $20 a night, or you could pay your $400 a night like everybody else who goes to Vegas. You know what my, I mean? My ass is going to park myself at the Palms if I can, because that's where the show is. I can just live in the Palms for a couple of days, mm-hmm. do what I need to do. There, it's I've looked in the area. there. I can go across the street, get a sandwich, wherever. I don't need to worry. I'm very easy when I travel like that. Just, yeah, I can post up for a few days, play Nintendo Switch, and go to the shows. And maybe see some friends. 
Guys, we're going to give you a whole hashtag, like, fund team Joel Star for impact. And honestly, if we go, that's the thing. Like, my whole thing is I'm not going if I can't give you guys content. If Same. I can't bring you any interviews or any conversations with people who are associated with TNA, then there's no point in me going. When I WWE agree. came to Montreal for Elimination Chamber, they originally didn't plan to do a media scrum or any sort of media events. And then I got a message from Sean just being like, so I'll pull the curtain back for a second. I had I told Sean, like, hey, I'm thinking of going. I don't know if WWE's doing anything, but I pitched him on a different story. And he was like, well, they're actually going to do media. He came back to me a day later. Uh, and he was like, fill this out and you can go. And that's what happened. I ended up going because WWE did a media thing. If TNA is giving any media availability, which, to be honest, is, is rare, but it's a new TNA, so who knows, uh, then I would be there. I would 100% go because the price is right. Yeah. As somebody who never experienced TNA, I I joke, and the only things I really know from TNA besides Aces and Eights is the Jay Lethal promo and Scott Steiner math. I think this is really cool. I would love to interview someone like Deanna Perrazzo, a Kylan King, um, Joe Pearl's arch nemesis, Steve Mack. <laughs> Because it's my fault. <laughs> but I like I would love to do that, something like that, so we can interview. And I think as someone who's new eyes on the product would be fantastic. I want to interview Matthew Raywald. I don't care. I'm putting that in the universe. So if you see this. <laughs> anyway, let's keep talking. Trinity, <laughs> Trinity takes on Emerson Jane. It's non-title. The Cleopatra of Catch is a great nickname for Emerson Jane. They rattle off others, but that's the one I like. Simple match. I don't have to go too far into it. Cross-legged Michinoku driver from Jane looked great. And then eventually Trinity hits her sit-out Bubba Bomb, as I call it, for the win. And that's the match. Anything to add? Um, Emerson Jane got a lot more offense in than I thought. And I got to give it up to Trinity because Trinity's really like, let the girls let the girls wrestle. And if any way I can help, I'll help too. It was a good match. It was a fine match. Yeah, it was fine. Nothing... Nothing more to add. Simple, easy, let's go. Josh Alexander and Eric Young. This is already the main event. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Like this is this show was very wrestling based, very wrestling heavy. Josh Alexander and Eric Young team up for the first time to take on Motor City Machine Guns, Shelly and Sabin. Uh November 16th, they've announced that Alexander versus Osprey will air on the TV show. And Eric Young and Alexander have matching singlets. So maybe this is a thing that'll happen for a bit. I don't hate the idea, by the way, of Alexander and Young teaming for a bit, joining the tag yeah. teams. Yeah, I think that's actually really good for Alexander. It keeps him out of the main event scene because if he's a single star, it's going to be like, why isn't Alexander in your main event? You know what I mean? So I think this is really good. And the matching gear, the commentary is putting over, oh, this is giving shades of Team Canada. And they're both Canadian brothers. I think their name is the Canadian Brothers of the Canadian Killers or something like that. Either way, I kind of like it. Yeah, it's solid. I want to see these two team up a little bit more. Uh, I see A in the chat saying world class weapons. I don't know if I don't know if WWE would be a fan of that. <laughs> That's <laughs> the last time WWE did anything with WCW besides to make somebody else feel bad. <laughs> Just call them Team Canada A or A Team Canada <laughs> or A Canadian Team <laughs> Canada Team Two. <laughs> this this sorry bunch. The sorry, bunch. the sorry, 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 not yes. sorry. My my Canadian dialect is 
gone and i live in this country anyway shelly and alexander uh, they start the match they have a good back and forth uh, a lot of teasing of the c4 spike and the shell shock again from both men it was good stuff and at the end listen let's just let's just give you the ending here young hits the elbow this is hilarious by the way young hits the elbow drop and he isn't the legal man i'm gonna even i'm gonna go back a little bit because i'm so into this okay uh, Chris Saban hits a cradle. Sorry, sorry, chat. I was I, I lost my train of thought for a minute. Saban hits a cradle shock and then goes after Eric Young, but then tries to take Eric Young to the top rope for some reason instead of take him out of the match to get the pin on Josh Alexander, who he had just hit the cradle shock on. And then Eric Young takes down Chris Saban and instead hits the elbow jock elbow drop, I should say. But then the referee realizes Eric Young is not the legal man, so he gets out of the ring, tags in at Josh Alexander, gets back in the ring, and goes for the pinfall, hits a 2.9. And then Saban hits the cradle shock on Young. This time he low drop kicks Alexander, which is smart. Live and learn, gets the pin, that's it. That's the finish. And it's so, like, it's such a long way around the, the, the mulberry bush. Just to get it, was funny. it was funny. It was kind of funny. It was funny. I'm not going to hold you. When he pinned him and the ref was like, dude, you're not legal. He's like, ah. <laughs> it was silly as hell, but it was fantastic. Uh, in, in like the weirdest way. But the, it, the match, again, match was fine. There was a lot of working over Josh Alexander's leg. Uh, I, there was a moment where Josh Alexander was uh, working over Saban, got him in the ankle lock, but then turned it into a sharpshooter midway. Love that stuff. Good chain wrestling. Good. What you expect to come out of this whole thing is just a good, solid tag team match between four men who have experience mm. in TNA. These guys are, well, Josh Alexander, not so much, but the other three are TNA originals. So good match, solid way to finish the night. There isn't really much I can add to this because this show was just a whole bunch of wrestling and not a lot of anything else. Yeah, it was pretty much watch turning point tomorrow. But until then, get a load of all this great wrestling. And that's what it was. I want to highlight there was a um, a big tornado DDT on Eric Young. And it was, I forgot what happened directly after that. But the sequence, I had to stop writing because I literally wrote button. I just started watching. That's how good this match was. I, Josh Alexander and Eric Young are such good wrestlers that I was low-key surprised that they lost. But I was like, wait a minute, no. Alex Shelley and Chris Saban are your champions right now. So, like, it's it's not that I think that they're bad. It's like everyone is so good that it's like I can't believe anyone's losing. You know what I mean? It's – I don't know how to describe it, guys. Please go and watch this match. This, this whole episode flew by, but it's such good wrestling. It is such good wrestling. I cannot stress that enough. It's a wrestling-heavy show, and tomorrow night, probably a lot more of the same. You want to run down the uh, turning point card? Let's do it. Listen, you don't got to guess because I know you already know, but uh, no sell me on my answers. Thanks very much. That's fine. I, I will just get your thoughts. Uh, Grado and Rhino take on Mike Vecchio and Ryan Richards in a tag team match. I'm going to go ahead and say Grado and Rhino because I've never heard of these other young men. No disrespect to these young men. But the pop that Grado got, they they love Grado and Grado loves them. <laughs> that is fair. I think of, of all the matches he's... That is probably the one that's easiest to call for tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, Mark Haskins takes on Leon Slater. Uh, Haskins, who, by the way, has been around for years in in British wrestling and also uh, across. He was part of Ring of Honor, part of uh, NXT UK, I think, for a little bit as well. Uh, Leon Slater is a young dude who is just tearing it up right now. So those two, Haskins and Slater, who you got? Oh, honestly... I don't know either of these young men, and I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying to brush up on my wrestling. So whoever Joel got, whoever he likes, I love him. Well, all right. Eric Young and Josh Alexander take on Subculture, the team of Flash Morgan Webster and Manders. Now I have two thought processes on this. Okay. 
Be- and one of them is a kind of swayed because Josh Alexander and Eric Young had matching gear tonight. So I'm like, oh, that was easy. Subculture. But not really. They got matching gear. People trying to come up with names for them. Maybe. But I could still see subculture winning this because they're a well-oiled machine. And I would like to see Josh Alexander and Eric Young do more. I would like to maybe do like a tag run. I don't know, honestly. I'm not too sure. The matching gear makes me think, hmm, Subculture ain't t- contracted to Impact full-time. And this is Josh Alexander. Eric Young is going to eat a little crow now, so tomorrow he can win. You know what? Josh Alexander, Eric Young. That's what I'm going with. Final answer. Locking those lyrics. Okay. Alex Windsor takes on Giselle Shaw. Giselle Shaw. Listen, I'm part of the Shaw Taraj. She could do no wrong. I don't care. She could do no wrong. <laughs> Alex Windsor, by the way, another up-and-coming uh, star that people should be keeping their eye on. So I'm looking forward to Sean Windsor. Uh, Rich Swan and Trey Miguel. That's going to be a good match. But I have a feeling that Trey Miguel is going to be a sneaky Pete and cheat. <laughs> he going to cheat. He going to cheat. Trey Miguel hasn't changed. <laughs> so you're saying you said Trey Miguel? Yes, he's going to cheat. Okay. Jordan Grace takes on Danny Luna, also part of Subculture. That's that is a that's a hot set fight. I'm looking forward to that. We I'm about to say we win, us the viewers. Yeah. We're the winners. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say Jordan Grace, but that match is going to be me. <laughs> it is gonna be good. It's uh, the yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I totally forgotten about this match. Uh Simon Miller, who joins us on In the Weeds tomorrow, 10 a.m., is gonna take on Joe Hendry. Do you believe or is it Simon Miller's time? Let me tell you why. Here's why. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go on a short little tangent for a hot second. Let's go. I have watched Simon Miller and Russell talk before I even knew what Fightful was and when I first, first started watching wrestling. So to see him actually be on impact and have like this full circle moment, I'm so happy for that young man. I don't know him from a can of paint, but good on you, sir. Chase your dreams. Be great. It's so funny when he's like, all that's like, I'm a bald asshole. And now look at you fighting Joe Henry, who's a secret asshole. So you guys got a lot in common. Um, I, from a personal standpoint, I win. I like both of these guys. I don't care how this shakes out, but I win. I personally win. But I'm going with Joe Henry because his birthday, if I'm not mistaken, is a day after mine. I think his birthday's May 3rd. My birthday's May 2nd. So you know what you're going to do. <laughs> We got a super chat from Dex Baker saying, I was thinking about why the tag team main event was so big. All four guys are TNA slash Impact Triple Crown champs, and there aren't many in the company history. And that's a very good point. This was an all-star main event with Young, Alexander, and Motor City Machine Guns. It was a solid, solid match. And again, you have three TNA originals and Josh Alexander, who's like a TNA stan, you know, in in the nicest way possible. So this was, again, a really solid main event. Four wrestlers who are there to do the wrestling. Yes. Speaking of which, Frankie Kazarian and Chris Saban against the most professional wrestling gods. It was supposed to be Alex Shelley, but Kazarian replaced Shelley, who was injured. Moose is a cheater. So I'll go with the most professional wrestling gods. And not because Saban is injured. Because I think that, oh, I'm sorry, you said was it was Shelly or Saban? Uh, Kazarian and Saban. Shelly is out. Okay. And it's not because Shelly's out, but I think Moose is going to cheat regardless of who was in that match. Fair. <laughs> uh, for the Knockouts World Championship, they call it a last chance match for Deanna. Uh, Trinity defends against Deanna Perrazzo. 
And Gail Kim is the special guest referee. Let me tell you that I do not know. I want to say everything in my heart says Trinity, Trinity. But commentary kept putting over how last time um, Gail Kim was in an authority role in Impact TNA that it didn't go well for Deanna. So it leads me to believe that there is a screwy finish. We, oui. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I want to go with my gut. And I'm going to support Trinity. I'm going to say Trinity. But I mean this wholeheartedly. I do not know. I do not know. My feeling, no, you know what? I can't even say it. So I'm not going to say it right now. I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow night after our final, <laughs> not final resolution. That's in December. <laughs> after our turning point review, there are so many specials and impacts. Yes. After our turning point review, I will give you, after that match, I will give you my thoughts. Uh, and then finally, Edward Edwards and Will Ospreay go one-on-one. I want to say something nice about Eddie Edwards. I think we, the fans, are going to win. So, Will Ospreay is definitely going to be Eddie Edwards. But I think, as someone who's always on Eddie Edwards' back, that this is going to be one hell of a match. Respectful. Very respectful. I think this is going to be one of those matches like, yo, you talk crap about Eddie Edwards, but let me tell you why he been an impact for 50-something years. Let me, let me show you, boy. Let me show you, boy. Like, I think this is going to be a really good match. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. Again, going into it, we both kind of agreed that this is an opportunity for Edward Edwards to step out of his, what we've seen lately out of him in Impact, mm-hmm. at, minus the killer Impact, the, the two out of three falls match. I, again, I got to remember the name for the stupid two out of three falls match. Uh, but with that in mind, if this is a standout match like it should be for Osprey and Eddie Edwards specifically, then we're looking good for Edward Edwards as we get closer to a TNA rebrand that's still two months away. I mean, but absolutely. No, I agree. I think someone, like you said, who Eddie Edwards is one of the cornerstones of Impact TNA. Him having a good match against Will Ospreay sends a good positive message for people who may be returning to Impact. Well, TNA now. Yeah, and and so I will put it like this as we cap it off. (laughs) This next couple of months, I'm... We're going to be here. We're going to be covering everything that's, that's Impact and canon so ipwf we're not going to do but uh these reviews might not go very long because there's a lot of just wrestling centric Uh matches and that's fine that's totally fine there isn't going to be a lot of build at least for the next little bit impact goes to mexico in november at some point as well they they finally put that out there officially again uh and then of course they're in toronto twice in the next little bit so we'll be here we'll be covering it but it's going to be a little tough sometimes to not think about impact spinning their wheels as they get closer to TNA and as we get closer to the hard to kill pay-per-view. I'm going to go ahead and say that this, this is my second year doing this going on my second year. Shout out to Fightful. Shout out to you guys for coming here every day, <laughs> every Thursday. Um, They kind of did the same thing last year. We got to a certain point and it was like, okay, we're going to chill out. Josh Alexander, have some fun. We're going to relax. And then come January, Go, 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 go. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. These guys work their asses off all year. So if towards the end of the year, it's kind of like, let's do some dream matches. Let's kick our feet up, especially with the Impact uh, TNA rebrand. I firmly believe that when we do get to January, it's going to be n- literally, and not to sound corny, total nonstop action. <laughs> you went there. But the, that's the thing. We didn't have a rebrand last year to look at. 
-hmm. And that's what's going to be different is that right now they are going to be spinning the wheels because they have everything put into this rebrand in January. They're not TNA yet. They're Impact for now. And everything else is Impact. It, like the final resolution show, they might do one or two special things. But other than that, it's just kind of going to be there, which is fine. And I'm just warning everyone now that there is a possibility that for the next two months, it might be a little bit of a slog talking about the show. The wrestling will be great. It uh -huh. often is, uh, especially knowing what happened in Chicago, which is what we're getting for the next two weeks of TV, maybe three weeks. But yeah, that's kind of just my, my um, not warning, but it's just my uh, consideration thing. Yeah. Enjoy the wrestling. Don't get so hung up on, well, this doesn't make sense. Yo, it's wrestling. It's like magic. Give me a guy explain shit. It don't got to make sense, baby. Come on, turn your brain off. <laughs> the stories are just going to be all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to probably get like these random matches like, huh, I didn't know I wanted you guys to wrestle. Thank you for that. <laughs> Anyway, Cressa, tell them what you got going on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am here on FIFO every Thursday and Saturday. Thursdays, I'm here with the lovely Joel Pearl following Righteous Reg and Kate for the Ring of Honor post show for the Impact show. On Saturdays, Rick is back, ladies and gentlemen, so no more chaotic two-woman power trips on Saturday. It's going to be myself, Rick, and Iridian. We cover all things collision. Mondays and Wednesdays, you can find me over on Twitch and TikTok at Cresta Star. If that was too much information right here at the bottom somewhere, Cresta V Star on um, X, Twitter, whatever, the bird app, whatever you, you youths are calling them, follow me. All my Linktree stuff is in Linktree bio. My brain is off. Joe Pearl help. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow night for an Impact Turning Point review. I hope that y'all will join us. We'll be live after the show goes off the air. Don't ask me when that is, but we'll see. Uh, and uh, I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Again, tomorrow morning on Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, Simon Miller is going to join us. He has a match against Joe Henry. And it's an impact match. So clearly you got to be there to watch it. 10 a.m. Eastern on in the weeds. Fightful Overbooked. Go over to YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Leave a thumbs up on the way out. And of course, subscribe to us here. YouTube.com slash Fightful. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.